episode 138 of the Evil G Podcast, the official podcast of screaming at fucked up controls and falling to your death. I thought we were going to be the official podcast of booting YouTubers in the face. Yeah, we could be the official podcast of that as well. <laughs> That's a pretty sweet gift for those of you, obviously, that can't see this. It's is it where was this? Was this in Stardom? Yeah. Uh, that, so, this was a stardom last last year. Some wee Japanese YouTuber decided she was going to try and you know train to be a wrestler, and the Japanese wrestlers decided to beat the brakes off her. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 she definitely even broke into the business, all right. <laughs> uh, definitely not not holding back. Yep. Uh, what was the screaming uh, at the controls about, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, okay. And, uh, talk about what I've been playing this week. Oh, okay. Um, well, I suppose we may as well talk about that now. That's usually what we do at the start. Yeah, that's kind of how we, we kick things off. May as well keep the tradition going. Yeah, so, um, that Tomb Raider 1 the 3 remaster came out. <laughs> yes. I was trying to wonder, so what was he even playing? Ah, yes. The classic fucking Tomb Raider remasters. Looking forward to hearing about these, actually. Yeah, so I, I picked this up. Um, massive Tomb Raider fan back in, mm-hmm. you know, PlayStation 1 days. I mean, I suppose it's still on. Um, so, yeah, I had, had to get these. Uh, first off, like the the remaster itself, it looks really great. It really. Yeah, I've heard graphically they've done some job. But... I it's so much they they put so much work into it. Um, and it's but it still has that classic Tomb Raider look as well. I've heard. Yeah, it's like you can, if you hit start on your controller, or the button that used to be called start. Um, yep. it'll instantly switch between the original and the remaster. Oh, I like when games do that. That's cool. Yeah. Like no load, no nothing, just just switches, so you can see what it uh, yeah uh, look like. Uh, I, I said the the remaster looks is basically how you remember it looking. Yeah, a lot of people have been saying <laughs> that is why this remaster looks so good because this is how you thought it looked back in the day. Yeah. And then, then you 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 push the button. And it's like triangle boobs. Ah. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's the first three games. I've finished the first game. Um. Yep. And yeah, I I really had a good time playing through that again. Just play straight through it. Didn't get sick of it. Um. I mean, one thing I did get sick of, though, so they added in modern controls. Oh, it does not like those. <laughs> right? It is a constant fight with the camera. Uh, it is like, for for a game where it's like, it's heavily made up of these really precise platforming parts. Yeah. Where you're having to line up jumps and uh you know, Tomb Raider always had that, you know, walk to the edge, take a hop mm-hmm. back, run, 
uh, hold the jump button to get the the longer jump and um so that that was using tank controls back in the original which you can still switch on you can switch over to the tank controls um okay. so that's like you know up moves you forward no matter what way the camera is facing and then you're sort of turning obviously that has its own problems it's uh, it's a bit awkward in this day and age to to be doing that um mm. and you don't have great control but you can switch over to the modern controls which is as you'd expect using your dual analog sticks what like right stick camera elastic movement um which makes it easier to move but then the camera will just fuck you over so much um big <laughs> Because you pushing up on your analog stick is contextual to the way the camera's facing, unlike where the tank controls, where ups always move forward. Um, mm. So you'll find yourself just, the, the camera will just suddenly pull to the side and you'll just change direction and fall off things and fall to your death. Um, I just always reminded that, you ever watch Spaced? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, Steps over. He's playing too yep, many. He just cursing. <laughs> yep. At one point, he gets so pissed off, he drowns her. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't changed. That's that's a yeah. <laughs> kept that. That's a horrible death as well. Too. She looks like she's an absolute agony. You're like Jesus. I didn't actually drown in this one. I, I find the modern controls actually makes the swimming easier somehow because you don't have to hold jump anymore to to, to move. Um, mm. You just you know. Use use the camera to move yourself around. As long as the camera decides to, you know, play, yeah, play nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I also find the um, the modern controls makes combat a lot easier. Right, because uh, you can basically literally run in circles around enemies while while shooting, and <laughs> you get behind them. And uh, it's like Terminator doesn't have a lot of. Uh, human enemies in it there's like no it doesn't five six um yeah. so, so i remember correctly there's a handful in the original aye. um so you can get behind them and just uh, they'll try and run around to, to face you again but you're just running around after back them because you can turn way sharper uh while running uh mm. with these modern controls you can pretty much uh stay behind them shooting them in the back of the head the entire time um which makes that, that mm-hmm. stuff a bit, a bit easier um yeah it was just real like really good nostalgia i just remembering all all these levels that i haven't seen in fuck 20 years probably mm-hmm. um and uh it's a it's a good time i, I think it actually holds up pretty well like they released a lot of Tomb Raiders over the year and like end up getting sort of sick of them and um Yeah, it almost did like a Resident Evil Day itself where yeah. it just was releasing just too many too quick and it was just it's straight away from what made Tomb Raider great in there in the first place. Those first um, three came out in the space of between nineteen eighty six and nineteen ninety eight. So ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight then. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was like, um, it must have been like a less than a year development time and some of that stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I always like the remembering the really cool parts of it. Like it, when you go to Greece 
and and the guy Pierre you're following and he he keeps popping up through the levels at random parts he takes shots at you and you have to shoot him a bit and then he'll run away I thought that, like that's really cool I've completely forgotten about that yeah um and you get into the the fucking Atlantis part uh looks really good in the remaster uh really creepy oh, that would look cool. uh like all the the rooms and all are made of like organic muscly material and then you've got all the Atlantean mutants running about um mm. who are a bunch of bastards because if they get you in a, a tight spot they yep. will fuck you up but I would say 90% of my deaths in the game are because of the controls <laughs> yeah um wait yeah, so I think I'll I'll keep on and uh, get on to. to I must things. actually look into must look actually into getting that because see when I got the mini PlayStation, mm. I got the Tomb Raiders on it, and I know for a fact I got about I'd say eighty percent of the way through Tomb Raider one, and then you know yourself you get sidetracked with other different things as well. So I must must maybe pick up these remasters then. Plus, you know, trying to play it on that original PlayStation pad. It's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I would change the like, time control. I could just kept changing back and forth. So if there was a As platform it, uh, section, um, I would switch the time controls to, to sort of be able to do that. And then for combat, yep. and that, I would switch over to modern. Um, you think they'll keep doing any more? Because wasn't there, was there four or five Tomb Raiders on the PS1? There's five PS1s. There's those three. Then there's The Last Revelation and then there's Chronicles. So The Last Revelation is the one where she quote-unquote dies. Yes. Um, And then Last Revelation is kind of like it's kind of like a uh, anthology type thing Mm. where it's like a bunch of characters sitting telling stories about Lara. So you get her get like uh like te- you play as her as, as a teenager running about uh, mm. in one of them, um, and and there's all I uh, can't really remember the others off the top of my head. Um, yeah, it's like from from certain points where where they yeah, they cool if they don't them too as well then. Yeah, they're not as well regarded as that f- those first three games though. All oh, right, I don't think I think that's where it's, it sort of started getting very samey and with the oh, right. the tank controls and then that's why angel darkness was such a big disappointment because they're, they're they're supposed to be like oh this is this is the new stuff with rebuilt from the ground up and then you got on there's like hey this is this is the same old shit still also it's worse you've you've made it yeah. worse. they made it a lot worse i remember being excited and buying that in the ps2 mm. and then i don't know about you but i got to a certain point and literally i couldn't go any further yeah, there's like, a lot of bugs and stuff in it. Yeah, and I was all, well, fuck this, I'm not starting this again. And I, I never went back to it. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I remember I got that. up to the point where it was like the mutated guy. And like, he was in like a, just remembering this, but it was like a half mutated guy. And he was chatting, or he was trying to chat to me. And then I remember I was in a conversation. And I, and I said the wrong thing, and the guy shot me and killed me. And I had to go the <laughs> whole way back for ages. It was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, thankfully, I, I'm playing the, the PC version. I don't know if if you buy this on PS5, if it's still the PC version, but you can basically save wherever you want. No need to worry about crystals. So 
uh, I oh, abuse I think, I the think that. fuck yeah. out of that. Um, I think but, we've got that, the, the console versions as well. <laughs> you need to for your sanity. I think oh, you do. Angel Darkness, if they went in, I went, right, let's fix everything wrong with us. Uh, maybe so like, can, can remake we, it from the ground up? Maybe you might have to remake it from the ground up, but like, there's a lot of cut stuff from it. I don't know how much of that they would have access to to try and mm. put in there. Um, probably just take your man completely out of it. I don't know his name, but who the fuck wanted that? Who wanted to play as that twat in his fucking skateboarder t-shirt and his shitty wee beard and his stupid wee thingy throws? I don't even remember that back. You don't that remember guy. that boy? I'd say, no one wants to... No one's playing a fucking Tomb Raider game to play as anyone else but Lara Croft. What are you doing? Putting he sounds like a Tony Hawk fucking reject. <laughs> Aye, pretty much. Um, yeah, no one, no one wants. I honestly that. don't remember that guy. Really, I've played Angel of Darkness and I can't remember playing as another character. Was this at the start or mid? No, or no, when? no. It's part of the way through it. Um, Maybe I didn't get that. Like I said, I had this fucking mad thing and I just could not progress. And then I remember reading in a magazine, oh, there was bugs at this point and this point and this point. If you get this bug, you'll have to restart. And I was like, I'm not fucking starting again. No way. Curtis Trent. That's not ringing a bell with me at all. Hang on. I'm going to have to Google image this. Maybe an image will remind me. Google this and you're like, who the fuck's this? Chopper. Oh, that fucking guy! <laughs> I I do remember him now. He's like oh, someone. He he's like someone ordered uh, Leon Kennedy off of Wish. No, TV. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this. Uh, they were trying to be like fucking. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get a an edgy type character. That's the bastard there that shot me as well. Yes. Yeah. He he's some I don't know, secret society bollocks uh, thing. I don't know. Well yeah. They they probably would need to redo the whole thing if they decided to keep going. Yeah. Because I know I don't know with with the way Embracer's going at the moment, I doubt there's any new Tomb Raider games happening anytime soon. Well, there's one still in development. And that it hasn't that, been canned. That hasn't been canned. That team still exists. Um, right, because I know didn't they buy Tomb Raider and DSX at the same time? Y- yeah, so that that all came with the the uh, Square Enix selling off all their Western studios yeah. for just I fucking reasons. I wouldn't be holding my breath for Tomb Raider at the moment. Well, here's hoping this does well. It's probably the best thing that's come out of an Embracer studio in, in ages. Yeah. I'd be interested, like, obviously I'm coming at this from fucking some fierce nostalgia. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, if someone hasn't played these before, how would they Yeah, they be received? Uh, um, I could see how people could get really fucked off with the, the con troll issues um mm. but like trying to put like dual joystick modern third person controls into a game that predates uh analog joysticks <laughs> is not going to be easy nope 
especially a game with that camera angle as well it just doesn't work the same either as well yeah i i honestly don't think it was just the um nostalgia keeping me going through it though because it's just the like it's all like very puzzle based uh you know mm. figuring out how to open doors and getting keys and it all feels very satisfying when it all starts to fall into place and you figure out how to get up there over there and finding secrets and it's just the game's got so much atmosphere as well uh, and mm. it's it's really great and you, you think about it it's like this came out in 1996 in the playstation one god this is so ahead of its time this basically this it set the standard for third person adventure action adventure games like it, um, it, it definitely did everyone was trying to do a tomb raider then at one stage do you remember yeah yeah it's easy to forget how just how impactful and important uh those games are um mm. and i think everyone should should give them a try um, yep and and just get over the, the control stuff it's not the end of the world and just uh drink in that atmosphere mm-hmm. um so what about yourself I, i'm guessing well I, I obviously when you were talking about it last week i i confessed on the podcast there and then that i had purchased hell divers um mm-hmm. and obviously we we played some afterwards and pretty much i'm gonna mirror what you said last week it is a great game to play um you have a lot of fun we me you and eugene blew each other up more times than anything and we just laugh about it because that's all you can do um now and this is obviously coming from my point of view i know there's been quite a few struggles in regards to steam deck trying to get it to run properly because optimization hasn't been the best for the deck it it plays but if i well not anymore because i was able to get it sorted but at that stage if i was going like medium or higher I was lucky if I was getting maybe between 15 to 20 frames. It was just choppy yeah. as shit. Um, we found out then it was the anti... Uh, is it called? Aliasing. Aliasing. Anti-aliasing. Uh, was, causing, was causing the problem. So if you turn that off, um, you do get a much smoother game. Yeah. Um, so what so that does, that's, that, that's a bit of post-processing. So after, after yeah. shit's been rendered, it does a pass and uh, finds jaggy edges and tries to smooth them out. And that's what was was causing all the the frame rate issues. Now they they've been obviously talking about the server issues is the big thing. Um, but there's been people sort of going, I can't believe they don't have DLSS in this or SFR 2.0 and stuff like that. I know vaguely what that means because it's options mm-hmm. in a lot of games, and I would muck around with it to get the game to look better. Yeah, and I just realized that that wasn't on Helldivers, so they were saying that they're going to be looking into this. Can the deck use that stuff? So, so what that stuff is? Yeah, yeah, um, I use that. Oh, right. So that that is uh, the DLSS one is Nvidia and the FSL whatever that that's the um, the the one that I, I could, the, the AMD re- AMD one. Yes. Uh, so that does that is AI based frame generation. Mm. Uh, so instead of rendering frames, it, it tries to fake extra frames to give you a smoother frame rate Mm. Um, that's what i use when i'm playing um dark tide or when i was able to play dark tide that's what i used so i was able to get a smoother frame rate so and it works well this is uh the the studio what do you what do you call them that crowd the hell divers 
Uh, forget their name. Hang on. Uh, Arrowhead Games. Arrowhead Games. So they are, they're not owned by Sony, but this is a first party Sony game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing that all of the uh, focus was PlayStation and then, yep. and then we'll figure out the PC afterwards. And that's probably why you don't have those more PC focused options in there, um, such mm. as DLSS support and that. It, it is kind of strange to have a game release on the PC these days without support for one of the two. Um, mm. but yeah, hopefully that that will get added in at some point. Well, they have said it is something they're looking into. They obviously have bigger things to deal with at the moment. Um, mm. as as we were saying before we started recording, loving the game, fantastic game and all. Uh, there was obviously server issues still, you know, the whole time we've been playing, and then over the weekend they put a capacity on the servers, basically, so those of us that could get into play got. A yeah. smoother experience, but there is a lot more people wanting to play this game than there is server capacity. Um, yeah, um, and I don't understand why they says right. We're putting server capacity on, and to apologize for this, we're giving you was it like a XP boost? double XP? Yeah, which and it's like, <laughs> well, I can't get into play, so this means the, nothing to me. The CEO actually came out afterwards, and it was all like. You know what? In hindsight, that was a mistake. Sorry, that that's yeah. on me. Uh, it's like we're struggling because we've got too many players. So probably doing something to entice more people in was the wrong move. I was like, yeah, no mm. shit. Yep. <laughs> um, so uh, don't get me wrong, brilliant game, and I'm sure as time goes by, it'll get sorted out and you know smoothed out and things. Seems like there's a lot to the X, sort of the, the leveling up and the, you know the weapons you can get. You know the stratagems, as you were saying, you drop them and you get your different weapons. Um, I do find that playing medium by myself, I'm able to do most missions now. So, mm. like when I do get in, I'm sort of just doing we like a wee mission here and there and a wee mission there. Because um, you're still trying to get like a quick play thing can be a bit of a pain in the arse. But when we were on together that time, absolutely fantastic fun. Um, it's the game and, at its best. I can play it on your own is all well and good, but it's it's just not the same. Yeah. It's, no, it's playing just... with your mates is definitely the best. Yeah. Especially with just all the mayhems breaking loose and just something goes wrong. Or that what There was the game we were playing with that guy who was just throwing mines everywhere and the amount of times we got blown up by him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then uh, Eugene uh, and his bloody mortar just kept blowing us up. <laughs> oh, I, I swear that mortar was actively aiming for me. Yeah. There's times I would get hit by it and I was nowhere near any bugs. And it's like, <laughs> Eugene, your mortar has it out for me. Yep. That mortar had a real fucking beef with you. But uh, it's things like that. You're just laughing your whole off. Because some games, you know, you get all pissed off for fuck's sake. But you're just too... Because I think it's because of the tone of the game as well. And the sense of humor the game has. You just go in with a big stupid smile. And no matter what's happened, you're still smiling. Yeah, the the whole thing is supposed to be like, you know, you're expendable. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, your 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 guy's screaming. You know, my life for Super Earth, and you know, you literally mean nothing to these people. But you know, thanks for giving your life and all. It's really really good. I, I know there was at the, uh, the I think the CEO was saying he's very chuffed because apparently this is 
get uh, given a lot more um, publicity to Starship Troopers again. It's almost like it's mm. been rediscovered, and he's very chuffed with this because he loves that film. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, and the guys doing that that Starship Troopers game must be pretty happy with this as well. It's like oh, free, that's right, free yeah, marketing without even anything to do with it. Yeah. I wonder um, what their player base is like, though, because maybe they were doing okay, and then Helldivers came yeah. out and took a lot of their players. That's an early access, though. Uh, very different yeah. game, too. First-person yeah, shooter with base building stuff in, in there. Yeah. Um, Whereas this is just uh, hell breaking loose. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it, it, it's shit that it, there's so many problems at the moment to, like, with mm. the, the server stuff, but at the same time, it's like they so exceeded their expectations by so much uh, that they weren't prepared. It's it's like a good problem to have. Um, yeah, yeah. Like the, this has had more concurrent players on Steam than all of Sony's other titles combined. Yeah, combined. Um, yep. Like over that the weekend. You're talking God of War, Last of Us, and everything has been beaten by Helldivers. Yeah, um, like three th- around three hundred thousand average on on Steam. Uh, average, and that's uh, not even counting your PS5 people as well. Then. Yeah, and this is a this is a small studio. Yeah, it's a first party Sony, but it's not like <laughs> not one of the like, big fucking studios <laughs> that do the big blockbusters. Yeah, it's not Naughty Dog, like. <laughs> yeah, and I hope that like this makes Sony go. Oh, maybe we don't have to spend three hundred million dollars on cutscenes. Yep. Uh, yep. To, to to make a good game. Um, see how the 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 CEO responding to arseholes, like the very helpful arseholes that were like, "Oh, fix, fix us, stop tweeting and fix it." <laughs> <laughs> And he's all like, good idea, I'll sit behind the engineers and ask them, are we there yet? <laughs> I say, what the f... Uh, oh, he's got a bit of Ed Boon in him, I like that. <laughs> we better... <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, it's... It sucks that the, there's problems, yes. Um, but like... But the good thing is, you know the game is good. And it yeah. will be worth waiting for. Yeah. Um, like, give it time. I think people get a bit fucking too uh, prickly about about that stuff sometimes. I know somebody asked them as well. He's like, oh, you should add a PvP mode, you know, to keep people Why? coming back. When, well, he literally came back and he went, no, we will never have a PvP because that brings too much toxicity and our game's about having fun. And I was like, good for you. Hmm. I don't know why you'd want yeah. a PvP mode either. Like that's uh, yeah. not. That's point. not what the fucking game's about. No. Yeah. All you do then, when you start getting PvP, all you do is you start getting shit rebalanced to suit PvP, and then your fucking bug killing experience gets ruined. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just stay away from that. Yep. Uh, before we move on. There's one other thing I have to say. What? A decade ago, well, just just shy of a decade ago, a game called Bloodborne got released, and there was a boss that I could never beat. (laughs) You're very proud of this. And and this week, this week, 
after nearly a decade without any help, because normally I had always had to call in help. I beat Vicar Amelia by my fucking self. You want to hear the roar came out of me last night? <laughs> oh Jesus! I... Still, don't get me wrong. It was a fucking squeaky bum boss fight, but I fucking beat her. <laughs> there's just there's you... something that there, we have serious. I have a serious beef for that boss. She just I think I have the most aggressive version of Vicar Amelia ever. Hey? There's just a task where she just doesn't stop. And I was like, when do I get my chance here? When's it my turn? But fucking kept me cool. And I did it. Well chuffed. I mean, you beat Millennia, Galeta, yes. <laughs> Michaela, yourself. Yep. Yes. Um, I was like, Vicar Amelia and shit compared to her. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Vicar Amelia, though. But I did it. I fucking did it. The fucking roar that came out of me. I was so close. Because like I say, I've been... Since last week, I'd been trying, and I was this close to going, oh, fuck it, Stuart, just, just call in help like you usually do. But my brain was all, no, nah, come on, man. Because, again, that's what I was thinking. It was all, you've taken down so many big boys in Elden Ring and Demon Souls and Dark Souls and Synths. Victor Amelia is actually a pretty early boss. <laughs> come mm. on, man, you can do this. Do you reckon that one of the things that I think might have give you difficulties like she can't be hard to read because of all her fur yes which yeah it does it, does make her movements a bit hard to read it's hard to tell what attack she's going because you know yourself you learn your enemy's attacks and you know when you can attack mm -hmm. this is just this big but it's like fighting a giant uh lassa apso dog there's just <laughs> white fluff everywhere and you're like I don't even know if I'm looking at her arse or her head sometimes. I'm just swinging <laughs> sometimes. But so chuffed. So fucking chuffed. Don't get me wrong. It used. It took me quite a few uh, fire papers, but I fucking did it. <laughs> I know, he doesn't I, like I, fire. I was very puzzled when I thought uh, you told me this was a double exercise. Like, I just walked in and hit her until she died. I didn't really do anything. <laughs> I, I don't know what it was about Amelia, but not the worst thing is, like two or three hits and I was dead. I was like, jeez, and she does, like I say, the big cloy moves, and I was watching her yesterday for like, it must have been nearly 45 seconds straight, just the arms swinging and swinging and swinging, I was all, when does she stop? When can I get in here? But I managed to keep me cool and get in and do it. Mm. Like I say, I, there's, you know yourself, uh, there's bosses that later on people used to talk about, like all, everyone always talk about Rom. I fucking beat Rom my second time and it didn't bother me. Well, that's one, I, I, I have problems with like it like stopped at Rom for a while and then when I went back and went in and just beat Rom first time, I was like, what the fuck was I must have been drunk or something <laughs> when I was trying this before because that was not hard. The the boss I always remember, there's a boss in the DLC, uh uh Lawrence. And when I first bought the DLC, I struggled on him for fucking ages. And then I can't remember what I'd been playing. It actually had been that long. I think I was actually playing Dark Souls 3. And then I went back and fought Lawrence. And jeez, I beat him first time. Like, no bother. And I was like, yeah. that's so weird. I think I like problems games. They sort of just ramp up. And then if you go back to earlier ones, you've like, all the, everything you've learned from the, the you know, yeah, any other yep. from software, maybe not Armor Core, but um, you know, the, the Soulsborne games, like everything yes. you've learned from there just applies to every other game. 
Uh, but it's not yep, like they're exactly the same or anything. It, it was funny, guess, like, all the newcomers to Elden Ring were, like, um, having so <laughs> much trouble with, uh, what's his face? Oh, uh, the first, uh, Godfrick? God, Godfrick. And, and you walk in and you're like, what are you boys all about? That was easy. Like, I'm not well, saying I I'm amazing. I forgot it. it. Yeah, I forgot it was open world, so I ran straight at him. I oh. was still in a pair of pants and had a club, and I was all, "I get that they're trying to, I get that they're trying to make this tricky, but this is a bit ridiculous." And then it was yourself, actually went, "No, Stu, it's open world. Go do a bit of exploring first. <laughs> then as soon as I got myself a decent weapon and some armor, I fucking went and tanked them. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what people were doing. They're like, uh, I don't like. Uh, there was a lot of people that bounced off Elden Ring or were whinging about it, and it was like them trying." trying to fight the your man on the horse it's like no <laughs> run, run away you fucking yeah, run away from him. yeah come back to him later uh right oh. shall we get into well, we'll, some i was gonna say we'll have to move on because that's a lot of that's a lot of from software gushing as we well we, we usually <laughs> do that but yeah um so all the rumors about the xbox stuff have been settled uh and phil spencer had a podcast and mm. uh told told everyone yep we're releasing four games on on switch and playstation and he didn't tell anyone what they are yeah it's kind of kind of i'm not trying to be funny but it was like uh i get it you know this is a big deal but when you're making an announcement like that, you tend to tell people what <laughs> games they're getting. It's kind of not a big deal either. Um, it's... I, it, so, there, there's been... So, so he announced four games, two, two smaller games, and two, basically, community-driven games, you know, live games. So, uh, um, which has led to the... Um, publication the verge they have sources saying that this is going to be pentiment hi-fi rush sea of thieves and grounded um mm. and it is basically them going right let's see what happens if we do this yeah if it works we'll maybe do more if it doesn't then we haven't lost anything i'll be honest straight up i'll be buying hi-fi rush on my PlayStation. <laughs> i can't wait yeah that should run really well on your steam deck actually you know should do but uh it's one of them games. I've kind of got all of Sinji's other <laughs> games on my PlayStation, so... Oh, we, we should play some Sea oh. of Thieves. We should, actually. Uh, we should. Because I hear that's good fun. Uh, I, I was trying to get someone to play it. I couldn't get anyone to play it. <laughs> or when we <laughs> did play it, we, we would be get the, you know, the old GTA Online. It's like, here's somebody who's been playing it for, like, years, coming in and all showing right. off and blowing us up. But you can do private servers now. Ooh, happy days. Well, to be fair, after our gig next week, I'll probably be in a very Sea of Thieves mood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no word on when these are going to be released, though. Um, I doubt it would take. Uh, wouldn't take too much work to port them over. Like, mm. I mean, they're, they're not going to be doing too much to them. They're just going to be going. Poof, here's Xbox games on PlayStation. Yeah. Well, they'll, they'll have to go through Sony's whatever the fuck uh oh yeah and then sony will have to add their that. sony tax yeah then they'll probably do here's a playstation t-shirt or stuff well they've already got that in <laughs> hi-fi rush 
Oh yeah, that's right. That's how it <laughs> was leaked, wasn't it? And I, uh, someone found that in the game files. Um, a couple other things out of that podcast. Uh, they're saying the Xbox, the console, will still be the flagship experience. Um, the only place you can get Game Pass, which that's not true. You play it on PC, but whatever. Um, that pretty much confirmed no Game Pass on PlayStation, which yeah. yeah. For not a surprise. Uh, Phil Spencer said he also he would love to have Sony and Nintendo games on Xbox, but he doesn't expect it. He's like, this is not a bartering system. <laughs> um, it's uh, we'll, we'd love we'd love to have you know Mario on Xbox, but uh, of course we would. Um. I know. I know. He was saying he was a bit confused why Helldivers wasn't on Xbox. Yeah, but considering, yeah. considering how it's going at the minute, let's just yeah, let's keep the just, number of players yeah. down till it's ready. <laughs> I mean, you can't play Dark Tide on a PlayStation. No, we can't for some reason. That one. I don't weird. know if I'm at this stage. Like, Microsoft has nothing to do with that. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. Well, I'm, that's me. I'm talking absolute shite. If Dark Tide got released on PlayStation today, I'd be fucking banning it and going, oh, <laughs> just, just give me some time to catch up again. Yeah, maybe it'll have cross-progression when it finally happens. Yeah. I think <clears throat> Vermintide did, so... Aye. Um... Saying Game Pass has 34 million fully paid subscribers, um, mm. which is a lot. I don't think that's as growing, uh, growing as fast as they originally wanted it. Um, but yeah, it's still there. It's still growing. Um, mm. And then I started talking shit about next consoles. It'd be the largest technical leap you have ever seen. But I think it, you pointed out to me, it's like, don't they say that every time? Yeah. Well, they say it every time, and let's be honest, look at where we are at the moment. How can it... You can't get much more fucking close to reality. Uh, it's not even that. It's like the performance of the consoles. Like how close yeah, well, are you going to get uh... to a high-end PC? Which is always mm. going to be the watermark there. Um, you know. Um, Aye. Uh, the current consoles don't really even come close to that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. Right, uh, we talked about that Silent Hill 2 trailer. Yes, yes, we did. The combat trailer, which everyone hated because it looked like shit. Yeah. Um, for numerous reasons, like the combat just looks hollow and... See, right, so what we're saying, right, the combat just didn't look good. Whereas the blooper team guy seems to have picked up, oh, people just didn't like seeing combat. So he's like, oh, Konami made mm. us show the combat. And, yeah. Uh, that's why there was lots of combat. And it's like, no, 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 no. You've got the wrong end of the straw, buddy. It's not that we weren't happy that there was lots of combat. The combat looked crap. That's the problem. It did, yeah. He's basically saying, it's like, yeah, that's the combat, but there's, there's that's not all there is. It's like, but that is in there. Yes, but it it is in there. <laughs> and you've been told you've been told by Konami make this like Resi 2 so you know for a fact there's going to be more combat in this than there was in the original probably um, yes oh, 
do you know what? I went back and I watched that trailer again. Do you know? I completely missed this the first time. At one point, one of the nurses, like, uh, <laughs> I know what you're all about. What she does fuck? like what? He, she a, does like a mantle. Yeah, we fucking mantle over a, like a a, a, a knee high wall. So like, what the? Ah. F- who gave the nurses combat training? What's going on? Why? Wait, wait. When did we? When did the nurses join the fucking cog in Gears like, of War? I, so, like in the original, the nurses have got this stuttery, fucking unsettling yeah. movement. Uh, that, like, uh, yes. and that, here's this fluid, fucking motion captured <laughs> hop over a wall. It's like, what are you? God, this is gonna be shit. This is gonna be so shit. I have no hope for this game. No. Why? What? Because. Like I said, I seen it the first time, and I watched it once, and I have to admit, it was like, one eye was on it, the other eye was rolling, going, oh, Jesus. But then I thought, you know what, I'll give it a second, watch, yada, yada, yada. And then I seen that and went, I actually had to rewind it and go, hang on, did I miss see that? What the fuck? Did you also pick up as well, there's a button mashing QTE in there? I, did, I didn't even pick up on that now. We're it's... going back to that. <laughs> oh, what do you call the enemies that are like the, the straight jacket guys? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, one of them is is spraying its juice all over James, and it's like, oh, top X to get away. So that'll be fun because that happens quite regularly in the game. To be fair, the uh, original I just ran past everything. That was my yeah. combat. Right? <laughs> that that too many enemies, what, not enough ammo. That's why my, my my first reaction to it was like yeah, the, the the combat in the first Silent Hill isn't good no 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 one's ever gonna say that and you do try to avoid it and i think that's the point of the game is to try and avoid Mm -hmm. it um but then a second but they're going for a resident evil remix style thing which you yeah we probably should expect it to be better than what it is and it shouldn't look worse than what we had Mm. uh so and yeah, the, I I agree with what you're saying. I bet they up the encounters. They fo- they will force you into more combat situations because they're like, that's what Resident Evil did. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you look, Resident Evil 2, like the first the, the remake of 2 and the original 2, very much like the first Silent Hill, you, you wanted to avoid combat. Because yeah. you know your, your your ammo was so limited and things like that. Whereas when they did that Resi Two remake, they still kept the horror ramped up, but you were able to sort of you know you run around with fucking shotguns and shit like that, kicking ass. But they kept the ammo just to that point where you couldn't go buck mad, but you could defend yeah. yourself. You you never felt the... you never felt comfortable with the ammo you had, but you always had enough where yeah, you, yeah. D- you weren't fucked. Yeah. Whereas I know for a fact that the Bloober team's just going to go right lots of combat like Resi then, and they're not going to think about they're they're going to turn Silent Hill two into Resi four. That's what they're not going to do Resi two. They're going to do four, but they're going to do it awfully. God, why couldn't when Konami saw these the remix of Resident Evil? Why wasn't their reaction go to reach out to Capcom and say, hey, do you want to license Silent Hill and do that for us? Fuck, imagine that, hey. Imagine that Resi team making a Silent Hill. That would be unfucking believable. It'd be fucking great. What do I mean? Excellent. Mm. But no, we have to go fucking lowest, better, shitty horror studio 
make shit horror games and you know give them one of the most beloved games in history? It's like, what sort of bullshit's that? Capcom should just make, but not call it, but they should just make a Silent Hill and, you know, call it whatever they want to call it, like, but they should just do a Silent Hill-style game just mm. to go, that's how it's done. And I reckon it'll be fantastic, because we know they can do good atmosphere. We've played fucking, you know, the, the latest Resident Evils. They're brilliant at their atmosphere. Their story might be a bit... Well, they can do bonkers stories as well. Look at Resi fucking Village. That was insane. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I reckon if they just made that old Haunted Village, <laughs> it'd be fucking brilliant. <laughs> Um, so I remember everyone was uh, speculating about a Switch coming out this year. Mm. Oh, that's all gone to yep. shit. <laughs> it has um, indeed. So it, it came out, uh, some, some journalists in Brazil claimed that the, the Switches 2 has been delayed to 2025. Um, and was originally supposed to come out in 2024, and this has pretty, pretty widely been uh, confirmed with multiple sources that the Switch has now been delayed and will be coming out somewhere around March 2025. March 2025, so about a year's time. Now, mm. people were saying this news affected Nintendo stocks. It was that much of a shock. It did, yes. That's mad. It is a bit mad. It's like, all right, you know, it's a bit longer than you've had to wait, but it's still happening, lads. What's the yeah. fucking... And then what, it's like six months, maybe? But but that's just stock, yeah. Marcus. That's just fucking bullshit. Oh, God, we have to wait six <laughs> months. Oh, Jesus. Um, stock markets are all just a big bunch of marks for Mario. Now, one of the problems is, is the sales of the Switch ha had slowed down, and part of that was you because of these rumors, because that's what happens when rumors of a new console, like, oh, there's a console coming out soon, I'm not going to bother buying this current one, either because I want the new one, or I think there'll be a price drop when the new one comes out. Um, so it sort of has that knock-on effect as well. Uh, but as you said, they, they slowed down, they didn't stop entirely. No, so. no. There's still going to be a demand for Nintendo. But they're not happy it unless it's more than last time. Yeah. Even though it is, that's impossible. I find that all very weird, that stock market stuff. Oh, it's it a basically, load of horse shit. It's like being a bookie. Uh, pretty much, eh? Yeah. Uh, somebody will sneeze and it'll cause the stock <laughs> to drop. Uh, from Software had has acquired the... the Elden Ring trademark. This happened like last year, sometime. Um, mm. There's not really much to this, other than like it was Bandai Namco that had yeah. had it for the Elden some, Ring for some reason. Um, and now, From Software owns that. Not the, uh, not the rights to the game though. It's the name. Elden Ring, mm. which means if they do Elden Ring 2, they will be able to self-publish mm. uh, worldwide. They they self-publish in Japan, but uh, Bandai Namco did the global publishing. So it looks yeah. like uh, From Software is going to start trying to publish stuff worldwide themselves. 
And I guess they can. Yeah, because they've done that with a few of their games. Like, not Bandai Namco. Not they've not to do with Bloodborne. Yeah, Sony did the publishing there. Yeah, and then Demon Souls, who done that? Uh, that's, Sony that's Sony as well, I. Okay, okay. Uh, so, usually from software, don't publish outside of Japan themselves. I even, I like the Kingsfield games, like, internationally would have been like, not even sure who it was. Atlas, maybe? Something nah. like that. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, them doing this looks like maybe they're gonna start just publishing themselves and then getting all of the money because they can afford to do it. Um, so, we, we had recently been praising Capcom for being the sole big yeah. studio that uh, didn't, you know, yeah. hike up the price of their games. Um, it looks like that's not going to be the case anymore with Dragon's Dogma 2 being uh, announced for uh, $70. I'm guessing that will be the same for pounds. Yeah. Uh, and then they're talking about, yeah, we might keep doing this. Um, which is disappointing, but also feels was inevitable. Hmm. Also, Dragon's Dogma is fifty three ninety eight on Steam. Oh, which like the original? <laughs> no, two. I was about to say, Jesus! You can pre-order. Price well. You can pre-order it. Um, oh no, I've bought many copies of Dragon's Dogma for like <laughs> under a fiver. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> Dragon's Dogma goes on sale, I just buy a copy for the hell of it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, that that's always the thing that gets me with the um, like the PC is a weird place for games. There, there's like competition within the platform itself, and then it's always like significantly cheaper than the consoles. Uh, and then it makes uh, when uh, you know the console makers or developers go, ah, oh, the the games they're so much. Bigger on the, the this new console, and they're they're all so we have to charge an extra twenty pound. You're like, uh, it's twenty pound cheaper on the PC, and if you have a decent PC, as literally nothing will look better than that. So you're talking shit. Just uh, just hollow words to justify yep. seeing how far they can go to gouge more money out of you. Really, that is exactly what it is. So, yeah, this next Resident Evil, uh, I would say, yeah, next Resident Evil will definitely be 70. Probably. Probably. And the worst thing is, fucking Muggins here will pay for it. I will say this. You're you're getting a good quality game. It's not like Ubisoft where they're just yeah. churning out pish for 70. And, you, and you'll be getting your money's worth because, you know, there's no Resident Evil that has very little content on it. Hmm. If I paid seventy pound for that Avatar game, I would be so pissed off. 
<laughs> not that I ever would have. I never did. I ever talk about playing that Avatar game? Uh, what a load of shit! I think you, I think you vaguely mentioned it. It's, it's a bad game. <laughs> As expected. Um, coming from someone who who likes those uh, Far Cry games, mm. this one's bad. And looks shitty. <laughs> it, it's like, oh, look how how we've made it look like the films Pandora. It's like this is just a fucking neon mess of vines everywhere, and I can't tell what's what, and it all looks the same to me. Mm. It's just like someone vomited on the screen. Thanks. <laughs> vomited neon everywhere. <laughs> um. Baldur's Gate 3 won an our game of the year at the DICE Awards, which is, what does DICE mean? It's something to do with developers. This is, developers decided this. All right. So it's not DICE as in DICE? No. <laughs> I always wondered about these DICE Awards. You see, I was like, why the fuck are DICE giving people awards and people give a shit? Um, what does DICE stand for? Design, innovate, communicate, entertain. Ah. Um, uh, and that's like a, an, it's an industry award internal. They, they call them the Interactive Achievement Awards. It's all very, yeah. very fancy. Very um, hoity-toity. Now, unlike the Keeleys, they got right. to make a speech this time. Oh, they got to talk. <laughs> it couldn't get played, uh, played off. Um, and they used their time really well. Uh, they got up and got the got to say their stuff. Um, and address like how fucked up the industry is at the minute. Um, like uh, so it's Michael Douse who's a director of publishing at Larian. Um, mm. he even says like it's a really human industry. Uh, um, can be bad at sometimes showing developers what they're worth. Uh, went on to say, I want you all to know that you're talented and you matter and you have a future of the industry. Um, don't let that flame be extinguished by our collective mistakes. I know everyone here is scared because shit's really fucked up. Um, all of our projections are wrong and it's scary, but we persevere as an industry. We will persevere as an industry and you will find your place and you will all be welcomed back with open arms and we'll still be making games to players and for you, uh, and with these guys. Um, and then I like I really like this what he brought up um about it, it sort of just on the success of Baldur's Gate 3. Um mm. last year I started thinking the secret to our success comes from basing decisions around asking what does the player want? What do I think is best for the game? What is the most fun, the most crazy? Um he then said, uh, well, this isn't a Euro game, and this isn't in quotes. Continued by saying that hearing someone say something that can't be done always gave the Baldur's 3 Gate, or Baldur's Gate 3 team, a kick up the arse to actually make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Um, the developer also stayed Lauren only ever asked one price for the game, and that sad. After that, you own it for the rest of your life. We don't have shareholders, uh, but we also don't think about them, um, which everyone applauded. 
mm-hmm. what we have tried in the last 20 years is treat people like we would like to be treated ourselves as players as gamers uh, so we don't make decisions where we think this could make us the most money on the long run building a community building a player base building games that are actually fun is going to make you the most money and i think that was the most poignant part there is like all this focus on you know lengthening the tail of games and uh battle passes and all it's like you know if you want to make the most money you can it all comes down to making the most fun game it's as simple as that make a good game and people will pay money for it yep 100 percent man um, isn't it weird that someone says something that you know most gamers understand already but it's like <laughs> why am i having to explain this yeah, you know? yeah. um <laughs> yeah you're actually compared to then uh or they're saying like on social media like it got loads of praise no and it was like contrasted against the uh the statement uh embracer made recently so oh, yeah. the overruling principle is to always maximize shareholder value in any given situation. Why? You mean you're not out to make fucking good games? Mm. Uh, it's like maximize shareholder value. Like that's just the wrong way. That has no no place in uh, in game development. Any sort of art, films, yeah, any, true, anything true. where someone's doing their art, basically. Um, you know, it just it it flies in the face of it and gets in the way, which I hope Embracer can see because they have fucked themselves over something awful with that attitude. Oh, they're just relying on all that sweet, sweet Lord of the Rings money. Oh, uh, that's what they're relying on, and I can't wait for it to bite them in the arse. A bunch of PlayStation stuff. Uh, they have a new chairman. Um, Hiroki Totoki. <laughs> right. Taking over from Jim Ryan. Oh, why I'm laughing at that. Um, it so rhymes. It does. Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff here I just wanted to bring up. For example, one of the things being... Um, Sony's value has dropped by ten billion dollars because of disappointing Jesus. PlayStation financials. Okay, dear Jesus, they didn't sell as many Playstations as they thought they would because they thought they okay. they would be at twenty five million and they're not. Okay, um, which I can put down to because you remember when everyone was buying all those consoles during a pandemic because they couldn't go outside and they had literally nothing else to do did you think that was going to keep happening did you think that yeah. was forever are you stupid hell, hey. <laughs> Actually, see all this stuff with the you know you know cutting these jobs and uh disappointing financials and all yeah I, you can mm. it's whoever is doing these uh forecasts it's their fault. Yep. They're they seem yep. to be always wrong and they're doing a very bad job of uh you know setting targets that no one can hit. Um so maybe someone should fire them. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> um so yeah, that's 
even though they seem to have been doing really well, apparently that it's not good enough. Um, and Tadoki's saying it's uh, they they have room for improvement. Uh, I don't know where that's gonna come from. Well, they know one thing: they're they're planning to get more aggressive with the the PC stuff. Um, right. But they would need to, you know, they can't be doing more Helldivers two PC releases. They need to, mm. you know, put the effort in there to, or you know, put the resource in there to make sure that shit works. Mm. Um. So they've also said uh, they're they're expecting their PlayStation Five sales to decline throughout the year, um, this year, uh, which, yeah. A lot of people bought a lot of PlayStations already. Also, they hiked the fucking price up. They did. They did. Which is probably why you didn't hit, you know, your target. You can yeah, look at that. People are thinking, wait a minute. Fuck this. I'll wait till um, it goes down cheaper again. That being said, the, the disc version of the Slimline is down to 409 at the minute in a lot of places in the UK. Right. Um, so... <laughs> That's one thing that could be good for this is you see more, uh, not permanent price reductions, but if you get in the right time, you you might get a yeah yeah uh, decent lease even. Get yourself a wee deal. Um. So yeah, and they've also confirmed that uh, there won't be any releases of any major existing franchise titles this this next year up to March twenty twenty five. Hmm. So what they call their major titles are their 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 Last of Us, their Uncharted, their God of Wars. They're basically their their big single player big boys. Yeah, since all of those have had like a recent fair, game, fairly recent games, and take years and years to make. Uh, I don't think that's really mm. surprising. Um, and then a report came out of CNBC, uh, which is coming from uh, some analyst of the called. Sirkin Toto, he's a Tokyo-based okay. uh, business analyst, is saying there is definitely a PS5 Pro coming out sometime in 2024. But what? at the same time, don't expect the non-Pro to uh, drop in price, which probably means no. that it's going to be, what, 600? That's what I was thinking. 600 quid. Maybe and more. I have no reason to think that a ps5 pro would be necessary mm. like i didn't upgrade to the ps4 pro when it came out i'm not going to upgrade to a ps5 pro when it comes out there's just to me there's not enough well, there's there's no justification my only worry would be that this pro would come out and be more powerful and then developers will stop you know doing the performance modes and be like, ah, just mm. get a pro, and it'll run it at 60. Whereas, like, I mean, PC can do it. Like, there's a wide range of ways you can get a thing to run at 60 frames a second by changing your settings on the PC. Why can't consoles yeah. do that as well? Yeah, and to be fair, most games of this generation have that option now. It's like, oh, you can get your 4K and your, your fucking you know, what do you call it with the reflections, the ray tracing ray and tracing. all that there. Yeah, you can get all that and switch it on, but your game will run at 30. 
Or you can turn that off and just get a really good looking game still at 60. It's like, ah, alright, so your PlayStation 5 Pro, you could run at 60 with all your ray trace and bollocks on. That's fine, but still give me my performance mode. Yeah, I, like, I, hope, I hope that's the case. But then, then I look at Starfield and I'm like, <laughs> they did that. And then they're like, oh, we can't do a performance mode and give you 60 frames a second because we've got all these. We have to we have to keep track of all these sandwiches. But that is also Bethesda. And let's be honest, they've been using the same fucking engine <laughs> since Oblivion. So fuck those guys. Yeah, that is true. I, I've, I've, I'm not going to exactly put any uh, <laughs> any uh, value in what Bethesda can do. It's supposed to be a AAA studio. It brings all <laughs> polished and high production value. It's like, it's... <laughs> no, we were just talking about Tomb Raider at the start of this <laughs> podcast. Do you remember? Do you remember when they done the 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 remakes of Tomb Raider and everyone was all excited? Can you imagine if they turned around and went, "Here's the remake of Tomb Raider, but it uses the same engine as the original Tomb Raider." It just looks really good. That's yeah. literally what Starfield does. It's like, here's our new game set in space, but it uses the Oblivion engine, or technically, is it the Morrowind engine? I don't think it's a more... Uh, no, no. Uh, I think okay. it was the start of that, that tech. Fucking hope right. so. Like, his oblivion curious, felt, actually. felt very, very different. Okay. <laughs> That'll be nuts. Um, <laughs> uh, last one there. Uh, it, some guy at Google... Where does this guy at Google... Um, looks like Google security okay. engineers hacked the uh, the PlayStation Portal. So that's the uh, the controller they released that has a screen that you can play yep. remotely. Play your PlayStation Five, and by remotely we mean sitting next to it. Yep. But not <laughs> next to it. So they hacked it and got it running uh, a PSP emulator called PPSSPP. Yeah, I guess. And they got it running offline. Yeah, offline, uh, natively yeah. Uh, running PSP games. So there's obviously something in there that can that can. It's not just for you know streaming from your PS5. Well, it has something in there that it, it's running Android. That that is right. that that is what's in under underneath there in the software. So they went in and tinkered with the Android and got what got this emulator running, and it's got. Obviously, like it's still running some sort of application that is connected mm. into your PlayStation Five and rendering video for you. Mm. Like it's it's just taking a, a video feed, and and you still need you need RAM to do that. You need all the the normal yeah. stuff that you would find in a phone, for example. Um. Mm. So yeah, this is on running Android, and they're saying like there's there's six gigabytes of storage in there. Um. Right. So. Yeah, this was always going to be possible. Uh, not all that could justify getting one. No, I mean, they could have done so much more with that wee thing. They really could have. Yeah. yeah. But, it's, like, if it had, I don't even get into it all again, but it just seems like a, a really missed opportunity for them. What if you could do a PlayStation 1 emulator? Well, hmm. if I can do a PSP, 
Yeah. It's bound to be able to do a PS1. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Keep pushing, you might even be able to get a PS2. Ooh, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You don't think so? No. I think you, you, you would need some sort of uh, Sohan rendering graphics in there to do that. Okay. I thought they to do a P. Oh, oh my. Sorry, I'm thinking of the Vita. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry, oh, no, yeah. I PSP, PSP. Sorry, I, that's the first yes. handheld. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I, oh, sorry, that big difference there. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking <laughs> the Vita. I was like, oh, if I could do that, I could do that. No, no, Vita was very different. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I definitely do PS One though. Yeah, I'm thinking like you could do a lot of emulators like. Anything like older than the PSP, all depend on the emulation. Yeah, so, so maybe it could like, end up being this like handheld emulation device, as long yeah. as you're not going nuts. Yeah, you can maybe do a Wii N64, get some golden eye. <laughs> and Nintendo will arrest you. <laughs> Mario just turns up at your house. Not allowed to. Not allowed to have fun with Nintendo stuff. Nope. Nope. That's nope, the nope. rules. That's the rules. That's the games. I'm surprised they didn't try and still get that that half, well, 99% finished GoldenEye remaster taken off the internet. Well, I suppose they probably did try, but it's too late. It's been leaked on it now. It's everywhere. Hmm. Yeah. So I noticed Microsoft weren't too key or weren't too, you know, uh, tore up about it getting shut down. They were like, ah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy times. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, we've already talked about Helldivers too. I see that's at the bottom of the list. Yeah, so. I thought we'd already covered that. So, yep. Yeah, we've already spoken about it right on there. So, I guess we'll just move on to wrestling where we had no collision this week. No, there was no collision. Which None bit, at all. But crazy. Like, you just like, yeah, we're not doing one this week. Uh, was it uh, basketball or something? Something like that. Some sort of balls or something. I don't know. <laughs> Some fake sport. Some <laughs> ah, pure fake. Uh, but we did have dynamite. We did. Um, but why? Why is everyone leaving TNA at the minute? I wanted to ask you that. Oh shit! Why? Who's left TNA now? I don't know. Just keep keep getting um like uh, do you mean told about like uh what do you call him josh alexander mike, mike bailey leaving and jordan grace josh alexander oh. but they like they extended his contract because they had that option in the contract wait is still has joined tna Isti's been at TNA for a while now. Okay, why why has that only become news today? Um, no, that that was. I mean, when when did he? That's join weird. TNA. Watch your arms, boys. He's a biter. Maybe that's why people are leaving. Ah, he's running around just biting everybody. I have enough of this boy. Fuck, maybe. Oh, Jesus. After them, you know, after things going so fucking well for them. Yeah. It, was just, oh, it yeah. all sort of started with Scott Demore last week. 
with no fucking um I mean, I'm not seeing anything after uh it, like actually reporting anyone officially leaving it. I can see here the, the Josh Alexander stuff which they they exercised that uh that yeah. one year option, but that could be but just no it's not saying that he was forced and he's being trapped for a year. No. It's just like, oh yeah, we have an a, an option to extend for a year, which we're taking. Um mm-hmm. I do see here like the the roster sent a letter to Anthem um on behalf of Scott the Moore. He was fucking loved backstage, like. Mm. So there was no reasons or anything. This apparently the there was people sort of reporting who were in the meeting. Obviously not saying who they are, uh, but they were saying that the fucking people were losing their fucking minds when they were told this. Like, what the fuck? Why are we not being told why? And the guy they brought in, a lot of people are like, "Who the fuck is this guy? He's a, he's not a wrestling guy. He's a fucking anthem business head." Yeah. So it just feels like, oh, we're back on our feet, right? Let's go down the Dixie Carter route again. Let's bring someone in who doesn't give a shit about wrestling. It's similar to what they're doing over in WWE as well, where they seem to be letting some suits make calls. Like, yeah. they're in the middle of doing their Cody thing, and then suddenly, oh, uh, The Rock, ah. because the board says The Rock. Also, The yeah. Rock's on the board. Yeah, you were telling me that last week. Oh, that's right, we didn't actually mention that during the podcast. So, Cody obviously won the Rumble this year, was meant to get us fucking Mania match with... Uh, well, many a rematch with Reigns, and instead The Rock, for some reason, is getting a match instead because he because is on the board. Because of his big-ass ego, and he thinks he's bigger than the entire company itself, and him, he can just walk in and take the main event, and no one will yep. have a problem with that. And he's got the, yep. you know, the board of Endeavor behind him, who owns WWE, so, the, you know, Triple H them just had to go, yeah, okay then. Oh, yep. you're the boss I guess um, uh, but the fans are like you don't judge me fucking boo get the fuck out get Cody back in here right now uh, and uh, they seem to be like spinning it up into this angle now wait wait so Rock was actually getting booed oh yeah people aren't happy with him oh fuck that's cool <laughs> Good to know, you know that, no, but I'm just saying, you know, like some people are just fucking marks and go, hey, it's the rock, yay! Yeah. It's good to know people can actually think and go, hi, hey, wait a minute, this is fucking shit I, here. People were really invested with Cody. Like, I haven't been watching it, so I can't say if it's been good, bad, or whatever. But, like, just from outside looking in, this seems like, why why are you torpedoing this really good story you're in the middle of doing yeah. just because a big Hollywood star showed up? Yeah. Um, uh, and I was like, "Hey, we were watching Cody." Uh, yeah, and it's the like you've changed, changed the channel on us to some fucking <laughs> arsehole. And the the fact that they had still had Cody win the Rumble is just completely baffling. It's like obviously this was like a, a spur of the moment thing, where it's like uh, yeah, that they decided after the Rumble, or you wouldn't have Cody win the Rumble, then come out and go, "I'm giving my shot to the Rock because reasons." Um. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they made him cut that promo. <laughs> they made him come out and he bring the oh. rock out and give him a hug and all. And it's like, oh man, why do you just hate Cody? God, just give him the f- like. D- fuck's sake, he did this to his dad enough. 
just let the man have main event. Let him be your fucking star, which everyone wants him to be. He is so over. Uh, just let it happen. Stop standing in the way. Fuck sake. Dear, dear, dear. Hey. Uh, if Ninja was here, he'd be saying he deserves it because he dirty traitor bastard. Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no problems with Cody. I don't play that shit. Uh, makes me giggle, though. Ninja's the best <laughs> commentator ever. What? Um, um, so, uh, so TNA's going through some mad shit, and I guess WWE's going through some mad shit as well. And AEW isn't? At the moment, I don't think. For once, well, for I guess, once. I guess there's still awkward-ass Jericho hanging around like a bad smell. Wait, he wasn't there this week? Uh, no, he wasn't there this week, was he? No, he wasn't. Like, uh, it was like a breath of fresh air. Um, yeah, it was. We did. We, have, we had John Moxie and Dax Harwood going at it. Beating the fucking shite out of each other. Tough, hard-hitting brawl here. Um, but Dax busted his fucking hand open. He was chopping that much. <laughs> um, I, I, I believed these two wanted to kill each other. <laughs> yes, I, I came across like that. Um, was that weird about when Moxley kissing? Dax as well. <laughs> and then Dax kissed him back. Uh, they had a wee kissing contest. It's, it's all like, Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck not? That's where you get Excalibur wearing a rose and John Moxley and Dax Harwood making out in the middle of the ring. It's very romantic. Bet you they weren't nice kisses either because Moxley's got a big beard and Dax has that mustache. They would not have been nice kisses. They get all tangled up. <laughs> I love what Dax said though. Whenever Max kissed, no, whenever Dax kissed Max back, he's all, "Oh man, Renee's going to be really annoyed about this." <laughs> furious is the word I was trying to think of. Renee's going to be furious. Right. Yes. I can't um, think what was the word he said. I couldn't get it out. Uh, Moxie wins this one. Just about. Chokes him out. Yep. Well, Dax actually uh, tapped for him. So. Oh, it's true. Actually, he did tap. Oh, so, uh, mm-hmm. They didn't do the, the hand thing. He actually tapped. But then they kept on beating down. And I was like, oh, BCC being pure baddies here. So we get our uh, our actual tag match next week. This week, I suppose. Yep. To uh, which I would say FTR is going to win this oh, one. Because they're obviously on, tag they're team their tag team. They are the tag uh, team now. Um, they're definitely winning that one. Um, Don Callis with setting up a match between Takesha and Hobbs? No, Osprey. Oh, Osprey, yeah. Sorry. That's going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> that will be great. Why is Osprey in the Don Callis family? But Osprey does not need Don Callis. No, th- this will be his because he's obviously done some matches with Don. Yeah. This will be his first match in AEW at Revolution. And then he's going to tell season. Don to fucking shove it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Don, you know Don's going to turn on him and try and get the cast of the win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he he, trust he, Don just, I, just stay out of it and let these two go because that is going to yeah. be a hell of a match. Is that at the pay-per-view? Is that, that is at Revolution. 
Yep. It's a, That's going to be unbelievable. Uh, Osprey's hitting the ground one, running in this one. Ah. These two have never been in the ring, have they? Not that I know of. It's going to be fantastic. But I, 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 would, I would agree <laughs> with uh, Tom Callis. It was like, after pay-per-view, fans will be talking about Sting's retirement. Um, they could be talking about the match of the decade. That could well happen. Yeah, it could very well happen. Yep. Uh, Wardlow beat some guy. Who's this guy? I can't even remember. Bart uh, Brown. Yeah, I don't know. But Adam Cole was at ringside as well and wouldn't speak either. <laughs> he was actually had a headset on and everything, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Shivani ripping the back and sitting right next to him. He should just reach yep. for Shivani. Fuck. <laughs> but to be fair, Shivani already had a, a had a bit of a bad day already, as we'll talk about later. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we we see uh, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson getting out of their private jet, wearing their shit smeared suits. <laughs> oh God! I hope they're not wearing those again this week because it it it's the blood from Darby. Um, I, I I can see these being worn right up until the pay per view. It looks like they're covered in shit, though. It it does. As, <laughs> as Taz says, they look like ice cream salesmen who drop the ice cream on themselves. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alan Copeland versus Daniel Garcia happened. So this this was set up on Collision last week. Uh, they're all like. Uh, Adam Copeland's like, I want to shut TNT title because I'm having this open thing and I'm ranked, uh, so I get a shot. And then Daniel Garcia says, hey, I've been on fire. I want a shot. And they're all like, yeah, let's have a match to decide who has a shot. Um, So we get this match. And everything was going... So, I like Copeland basically went, hey, Daniel Garcia's over as fuck. I'm just going to heal this up there. He does. He does, yes. He, he healed it up. I did like that he healed it up. Um, yeah. he, he was mocking a lot of people, which was getting people more behind Garcia. He is yep. actually he trying to... He the guy's sunglasses. He did. And the guy had another pair. What the fuck? That it's not the sunglass and the guy just takes out a pair in his pocket and laughs at him. <laughs> just so casual. There's another pair. <laughs> you can even see Copeland sort of being laughing, going, what the fuck? <laughs> that guy was well prepped. Um so yeah, this match was really was was going really good, I thought. I I, I like yep, Copeland yep. doing the heel stuff. Um yep. It works a lot better for me. And as I said, he's actually trying to get Garcia more over. Like, Garcia's already over, mm-hmm. but, you know. Um, then we get uh, interference. Yes. And a, a rare no contest due to DQ. Mm. Now, they went no contest, not a... Uh, not a draw or anything? No one was DQ'd. It was just no contest, uh, interference, mm. which... Uh, I mean, AW does this so rarely. I suppose once in a while is fine and makes sense in terms of uh, 
Christian does not want either of these guys getting shot. Yep. Um, so he comes out and attacks both of them, um, ending the match. Uh, I guess it didn't enter his head that this is how you, you end up with uh, triple threats and you don't need pin to you lose the title then. <laughs> yep. But surely they can't do another triple threat. We've already got one on the card for Revolution. Yeah. But you never know. So where, where, where are we going? Hmm. Well, to be fair, he absolutely wrecks um, Edge, but he only throws Garcia out of the ring. So Garcia is still up and able-bodied and all the rest of it, where fucking Edge is basically, he's got to be crippled for the next month. So yes. maybe it is just, it ends up one-on-one with him and Garcia. You do have the point, like, um, Copeland concerto. takes a concerto, so that could like basically write him out, and then Garcia still gets the shot. Mm. And then Copeland maybe gets a shot at Garcia for the title, and Garcia beats him, putting Garcia like fucking top of the food chain. Mm. Uh, we have a face off with uh, being on a triple threat Joe Page and Strickland. <laughs> That's for fucking brilliant. Um, well, it's Joe comes out first. Yep, and he's going on more about like uh, the ranking system was supposed to, you know, mean only the best. Um, he's not happy. He's not happy. Yeah, people are still with him though, even though he's just a book and took a page out of Texas playbook and made the main event bigger and dumber. <laughs> uh. That's like Joe can insult wherever he is, and people still love him because he's Joe. Um, Strickland does come out and make the point that it's like, ah, oh, you said, you know, bring your record, your resume, and like, I've, I, I've done all this. I'm gonna be the mm. best ever. Fuck off. Yep. Um, uh, Page comes out, and he basically is still complaining about what happened last week and. Yep. The match shouldn't be happening. <laughs> He's basically saying it should be just you and me, Joe. It should just be you and me. I don't know how and he figures too... that one out. He's a madman. But him or Swerve and uh, Hangman start going at each other, how they're going to batter each other and all the rest of it. And then I love just Joe gets in the middle. Yep. And he's all, I know what you two are thinking. You're thinking you're going to step past me and you're going to pin him. And you're thinking you're going to step past me and pin him. Well, let me tell you something. I'm Samoa Joe and come revolution. I'm going to whip both your asses. And yeah. the crowd goes fucking nuts for him. And you're like, yeah, that'd be class if he actually just got fucked up. Yeah. Them two too busy trying to beat each other. And that's how he keeps his belt. Could happen. Definitely could happen. Because I think if you're going to give it to Strickland, Strickland has to take the big boss down himself one-on-one. Yeah. I I think, um, yeah, you don't want Strickland's, like, when he gets a title finally to be some, oh, you didn't even pin the champion or you pin this guy and that's not fair, whatever. You know, like, definitive, like, big fucking proper face turn, overcome... Get the clean one, uh, and yeah, no questions. <laughs> um, Tony Storm got got a tattoo. That's right, she did a, a tattoo. A tattoo. 
She got a tattoo on top of her tattoo. It's like a, a big dagger through the shitty wee tattoo she had. <laughs> Whatever. Is yep. it a cat? Uh, a duck. It's a duck? Yeah, it's meant to be a duck. Her and uh, Diana Perazzo got them. I don't know why I thought cat. Um, um, Perazzo's going to break her arm. Yes. She, she seemed really, like genuinely taken aback by her getting that tattoo. Yeah. And she, I'm gonna break your arm, you bitch. <laughs> uh, young bucks taking on top flight. The facial hair so has changed again. <laughs> Taz is a pure bucks man. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Taz had me so far up their asses. Does he turn around and be called uh, Excalibur a turncoat? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking nearly died laughing. He's uh, is that referring to PWG? Maybe. <laughs> oh, brilliant! The match itself, very, very good. Again, Matt and Nick, or sorry, Matthew and Nicholas, don't want to get sued or fined. Um. They weren't doing their usual sort of flippy, high-flying stuff. It was a lot of clotheslines and punches and the headlocks. Yeah, shutting down uh, top flight, uh, mm. wherever they got the chance. Um, yeah, that, yep. that, that in-ring style has been changed. and This is the new Young Bucks. Yep, and then uh, Dante gets... He gets thrown into the railings or something on the outside. Then Darius takes oh. the most brutal low blow I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Jesus. To the point where I think it actually hurt Matt's leg. Because when he did it, you could sort of see him sort of grabbing at his knee. And you're like, fuck, that must have been savage. Obviously, they get the BTE trigger or the EVP trigger. And they put Top mm. Flight away. And then Shivani gets in the ring to, enter, or to interview them. And uh, they're obviously, you know, the young boxer said, oh, look, we beat the team of the caliber of those guys. Didn't even call them by name. <laughs> just called them those guys. Yeah, we beat those guys. That makes us number one contenders. They get their graphic and all the rest of it. And Shivani says, but what about the despicable act of last week? And Matt goes in the one. It's like, oh, you can't help yourself and all this here. So Nicholas finds him a thousand pound. And then he shoves Shivani over and... Oh, that's it. See, when you put your hands on Shivani, crowd just goes nuts. Yeah. Remember the, the, uh, yeah, they attacked Shivani last time in turn heat as well, or they broke his phone. Yeah, they broke his phone. They broke his phone. Um, and then, you know, Matt, he knocks him over and Matt's all, oh, sorry about him. He's a hothead. Mayor, let me help you up. And they sort of both help Shivani up, but then they sort of keep him held down and they're going to EVP trigger him. And I was like, Fuck, they're not going to do this, are they? I was kind of hoping that'd be funny as hell. And then Darby comes out and cuts a fucking promo and, ah, oh, Jesus, Darby's promos. Hey. It, 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 stop, stop giving him a mic. That's not his thing. <laughs> it wasn't a bad promo, though. It, it was very, like, um, you know, doing that whole straddle line of shooting. I, I don't think Darby, like, thinks... It, like 
obviously he, he makes reference to Cody and uh, Cody's the one that brought him in, but I don't think there's any sort oh, yeah, of yeah. real animosity. It's like, oh, we're gonna do like a kind of you know behind the curtain one. And so he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. thank God there was an EVP around with a sense of brains. Um, yeah, that's right. And because the Bucks are like uh, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, but I loved, you know, is all uh, the first episode of Dynamite, Darby Allen was not a Beatle who was Brandon Cutler. And I kids to the box and Nick's all, what's wrong with Brandon Cutler? He deserves a spot. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Darby it? trying to bury Brandon Cutler. Bury Brandon Cutler. Brandon probably backstage going, what the fuck? <laughs> And it, like even from within context of the kayfabe, it's like you have some nerve whinging the amount of shots you've had, the fucking um, the way you've been uh, positioned. Shut your fucking face! Uh, <laughs> oh, poor Darby being held down, fucking undefeated bastard. Fucking multiple title holder, multiple fucking uh, world title shots. Cur- current tag title. <laughs> Time, champion. <laughs> come on you're held out eh? but no it, I, I was sort of like this I don't think Darby you can tell Darby's not happy doing promos it's not his thing he prefers to do his weird wee videos that's yeah. him at his happiest and it suits him better I just think giving him a microphone you can tell sometimes he's just not the most comfortable and yeah it was a very shouty like oh we're the, we're the good guys and we're gonna win and all this here but it was just like this isn't your strong suit at all, kid. But no one. Uh, no one. Oh, I can't wait for the box to completely ruin this fucking I, final match. And uh, I can't I wait so. to hear Shivani being like, no, you despicable. He's like, ah. And Taz will be like, eat Shivani. <laughs> oh, fuck. But I'm absolutely loving the box at the moment, Ty. I'm absolutely loving them. Hey. I was thinking, so the Bucks, drastic change, very traditional heel style in the yeah. ring. Yeah. Does Cornette like them now? Oh, fuck, I forgot about that guy. I, uh, I, don't, I don't care enough to go actually listen to what he thinks because I don't give a shit what he thinks. Oh, he probably just, still hate them. I was just throwing it out there. It's like, maybe, maybe he likes them now, or are they still too Christian for him? The Bucks could come out dressed as FTR, wrestle exactly like FTR, and he would still hate them because he's a fucking arsehole. <laughs> That's a man's grave I can't wait to piss on when he's dead. Jesus. <laughs> I, wouldn't well, put, I wouldn't put that much effort in. Not my words. The, the words of Sammy Callahan. <laughs> <laughs> he's already spat in his face. He has to piss on his grave yeah. to finish the job. It'd be, it'd be easier for him to get there. I yeah, guess. it would be. <laughs> um, Stokely Hathaway comes out with Will Nightingale for a match against Sky Blue. Stokely's very funny. I do like Stokely. Um, no, the the main focus is is between Stokely and Will Nightingale. Um, <laughs> not not much else to really say about the match. No, I can't even remember who was she against. Uh, Sky Blue. Sky Blue. So uh, Stokely did. There was a wee bit of. There was a wee bit of a. You know, Sky Blue thought she had the win, and then Stokely obviously caused interference, and that's what. Yeah. This, that's what the story in this match was. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't. I don't think Willow Nightingale saw that, but he's going to get caught cheating on her behalf. Yeah, I don't think you yeah. can turn Willow and heel. That's not fucking happening. No. Well, they did bring it up. I don't know if you watched Rampage this week, but it was brought up. There was a wee sort of backstage bit with um, Willow, Stat, and Stokely, and Stokely was like, "Ah, oh, sorry, I thought that's what you meant when you said you know give her a hand and all this here." So uh, uh. you can tell they're gonna they're gonna sort of keep building this wee story up. And the main event. Um... A very short but very very good uh, yes. Texas Death Match because we're that like uh, I think they're legally obligated to do a Texas Death Match when they're in Texas. So yep, we go. <laughs> yep. Uh, Orange Cassidy uh, beating Matt Taven. That spot where Matt Taven dived to the outside and went through the table was fucking madness. Mm. Just head first through a table. I think he may have got his hand up in time. I don't know. Yeah. So th- this is basically uh, Orange Cassidy get, trying to get revenge for them taking out um, Chuck Taylor. Mm. Uh, I don't think the title was on the line here. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, yeah, some, some we nice uh, Valentine's Day uh, best friend <laughs> shenanigans here. We, we got... Uh, Orange Cassidy pulling the, the box of chocolates out from under the ring. This is from Chucky T, XO, XO. No chocolates in there. That's where they keep the thumbtacks. That's where they keep the thumbtacks. And then, then we got Trent Beretta doing the fucking Terminator entrance with the fucking roses <laughs> and then pulls a pipe out of it instead of a shotgun. That's right. That was very good. You know he was loving doing that. Uh, but yeah, it was very good. Like, it was fucking breakneck speed because uh, it was only like for 10 minutes at the end of the show to do a whole fucking death match mm. but they fucking did it um did you watch rampage at all i did uh jeff hardy got hurt maybe oh is that what happened <clears throat> like a bl- broken nose at the very least no uh. Um, not sure if there's anything worse than that. He was allowed to continue mm. in his. Didn't uh, ma- it didn't last much longer after that, though. Did the broken yeah, nose yeah, happen yeah. during the big ladder table spot? Uh, I think so. Ah, wouldn't have been much longer. Uh, there wasn't much longer after that then. Uh, um. Yeah. What else did we have? There was a very, very, very strange promo with Max and Claudio. <laughs> to the point where it was almost awkward. <laughs> like Max was asking Claudio. I've just seen what it is. <laughs> it's like, uh, what? what? It, you know, we can read each other's minds. What am I thinking about right now? And Claudio was almost like he's not been paying attention, and then he looks around at Max, and he's all, huh? Oh, uh, you're thinking about... I think he says your wife's boobs. No, your wife's glutes. Glutes. That would be her I, ass. I, I, I had to rewind it about three times and go, what is he fucking saying there? <laughs> and then it was just like there was silence again. And then it started, you know, something about washing or something. I was like, what the fuck is this promo? Claudio, like, shush. Yeah, yeah, Claudio, shut up. You're, you're not very good. Like, in ring... Brilliant, whatever. Don't stop giving them microphones or airtime. 
they they had a a match just for the Texas ones, just oh, to make, sure, make everyone, a <laughs> make everyone Texas pop. A uh, minute forty six to be precise. Well, a minute forty six. Dustin Rose and yeah. Von Erics um, against against three jobbers. Some some guys hit. Never hit. heard of them. Romero, no, that was one of them called hit. Romero oh, yeah. Cruz, Shimbashi. Okay, I have no idea. Um, yeah, that was just like it's a local heroes. Away we go. Yep. Uh, this family is fucked. Everyone say that like the Von Erichs are a real curse family. It's like uh, mm. a curse with a real bad dad. That's the curse. Yeah, yeah. It's like the dad pretty much killed most of his own children through just fucking abuse and them ending up killing themselves. So that that's what happened there. It's a whole depressing story. Must mm. uh check out that film. Oh yeah. What are you called? Just keep um, Shit. I know the one you're on about, but I don't know the name. Uh, I have to look this up. Iron Claw. Iron Claw. It's mad that the. Uh... It's mad that the, the those two, uh, even that like their dad was like, I, I bet he probably didn't want them getting into that. But it's like it's okay. Mm. Grandpa's not here to kill us. <laughs> we'll be fine. Um, it's f- it finally happened. Queen Amanetta beat Anna Jay for yes, her got first win. singles win in AEW. Um, is Anna Jay like a face? I think she did. I think she is. Because um, like the whole, you know, her hanging around with Daddy Magic and all, I think is that all done now? But Daddy Magic still commentates her matches the odd time and cheers for her and shit, so... Mm. I guess Daddy Magic's a heel, I mean a face, and so is Daddy Garcia, so everyone else gets to face turn along with us. Yeah, Uh, what he calls definitely a face as well. Uh, Angelo Pohan. Yeah. People fucking love Daddy Magic, though. Yeah. Oh, aye. He's in the ring, everyone goes mad for him, so it's like... You have no choice, he just goes mad and you just get, it's intoxicating. (laughs) It is, Uh, and then you had the, the big 12-man match with the Bang yep. Bang Scissor Gang's first in-ring team thing. Yeah. Do you know what was more important about this, though? What? The other team. Oh, it was the uh, the, the Dark Order's terms. midterms. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking... You know, the moment I said it, I went, oh, shit, this is going to be something to do with BTDO. Brilliant. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah. And then when John was doing the strut, you'd fucking Reynolds on the side watching him and doing it and all the way. And I was like, that's his fucking brilliant. That's this whole thing. He just steals everything Jarrett does. He's <laughs> wearing the, the black gloves and all. Yep. Steal shit, make it your own. <laughs> um, uh, brilliant. Yeah, obviously. Bang bang scissor gang wins this. Oh, that's that's too many words. Too too yeah. many words for, for a team. 
Yep. Uh, does that mean the Dark Order failed their midterms? I don't know. Hades oh, are supposed no. to lose, so, you know. Maybe they, did, for maybe they did good. I mean, I true, actually, maybe, maybe. They'll probably blame Jay White or Jay Lethal anyway. He's been getting in baller left, right, and center. Jay White shouldn't be face. No. <laughs> I don't think he is. This is all a ploy. Yep. When are they going to, like, Take those trios titles <laughs> off of yep. M3. That, that has to happen somehow. Yep. Instead of, of these fucking... This could, this could go even better, because obviously, me and you, we seen, and I'm pretty sure most people seen Adam Cole turning on MJF. Yeah. I think most people are so invested in this, though, they're not going to see Jay White turning <laughs> on the acclaimed, and it's like, well, these are fucking idiots, then. Yeah, it has to happen. Uh, the, mm. You don't know Jay White very well. No. Uh, they announced uh, Bryce Danielson versus Junaki Yama next week. Yeah. Just, That's just, just throw that in there. That should be good. That's another one of Kingston's heroes, though, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, he'll be out for that one. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know Danielson yeah. will do the thing because it's not like Danielson's going to turn around and, and beat oh. up Akiyama or anything. He'll like be real respectful because uh, that'll wind up uh, yep. Yep. Eddie more. <laughs> that'll be a good match at the paper. He'll be, he'll be shaking his hand, staring down at Eddie. He's uh. like, I'll shake his hand. It's shaking uh. your fucking hand. The king of the bums. King of the bums. Right. That's all I got. Yeah, because obviously we had no collision this week. We were able to give a wee bit more of a chat about Rampage and stuff, I guess, because there was no collision. But back at it. So this week we've got the FTR BCC. Um, I don't think we have, don't can think of much else. Yeah, it's probably uh, good to mention that we will not have a podcast next week because we won't be here. Okay, we won't be here. <laughs> Sorry, folks, there'll be no podcast next week. This time next week, we will be in the limelight bar, probably a couple of pints deep, singing songs about booze. Mm. I don't know any songs about booze. Ah, they're finished anyway. <laughs> Just pretend to sing along with the tune. All oh, right, you mean those guys. Oh, yeah. Well, then the pirates come after. So then you sing songs about booze again and being a pirate. I know one of their songs, and it's about booze. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we'll sure, it should be, should be a fun time. gig. Yeah. It should be a great time. Look forward to it. We'll be back and all talking like pirates. So <laughs> look forward to that. Yep. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.